What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Dropping Knowledge Podcast. It's me, and I'm sitting down with my good friend for years and years now. I don't know how long we've been friends, but this is my buddy Brett. What's up, dude? Not too much, man. <laughs> Not too <laughs> much. Long time no see. I know. Well, you're you're down in the Springs for now, Colorado Springs. So I, I've been actually seeing you probably more than ever before, which is nice. Since college, yeah. Yeah, since college. We saw each other a few times in college. Um, so when I'm having like my friends on as guests, since you you've made you were in a few of my videos before, but I, I want to like introduce my friends as a way to like let people know how we're friends. So I'm pretty sure we probably met in like middle school or whenever wrestling started. I wrestled when I was like 50 pounds. Yeah, it was. Uh, it had to be middle school, just because that was the first time like our our school districts really came together. Yeah, I think I knew you. Uh, or, no, little league hockey. Wait, school districts? Were like or from the, the elementary, elementary schools? School? Okay. Cause, yeah, because middle school was the first time like Perry and, and Hamburg and Tilden and all that came together. Yeah, because we couldn't I, – I, I didn't even wrestle when I was in elementary. Wait, I had to. I think you did in like like the first year of middle school, if I remember. Yeah. I don't know. I'm old. So. I don't know. But I remember – I'm pretty sure you hated me. I remember that's the story that, that you always told that me. Was, <laughs> that was hockey, inline hockey. Okay, hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was because I like I just had cheap stuff from like played against sports. I did too, dude. Played against yeah. sports was sh- the shit. It was like probably forty five minutes away, down in like Reading somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I remember because it was by the the Walmart on Fifth Street, I think. Because it was always sketchy to go oh, there. You're like, yeah. I remember going I there know, like late at hockey night. Gear and a stab wound. I guess <laughs> it's, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of in the ghetto. Um. So yeah, we we used. To, I was actually talking to a friend of mine. He flew in here from Pennsylvania. He plays hockey and he plays on like a travel team. And I guess they they're not playing at the place down in the Springs, but there's like a Olympic. The Olympic center. training centers down there. Is he playing ice or or inline? Well, he plays ice, but he told me that they're playing inline, which oh, I I didn't really know about. So um, apparently they're doing inline down there too. That'd be awesome. I don't know. I haven't played years I, I played in college i used to play with mark thomas out in harrisburg okay um but that was the last time yeah there, there was a rink out there because i used to live out there too i forget what the name of it was but anyway um we used to have a roller hockey league in our like school district that wasn't even high school though that might have been middle school too we were pretty young right I, that was elementary school because i was still playing like oh was it yeah i was still playing baseball and i suck at baseball <laughs> so i i never played in middle school so i had to be before that you played all the sports then um, yeah. So we had a really shitty like roller hockey league, and we played at a basketball court at like our public park. Yeah, I just remember part <laughs> of the court used to actually drop off. It was yeah. like a foot lower than the rest of it. Like the tree roots <laughs> would grow under. It, it was asphalt, by the way, and tree roots would like fucking grow underneath it, and then just break up the yeah. asphalt, and there would be like little rollers God. and jumps and shit. Good times though. That was the first time I ever had like severe dehydration because we'd play in like the middle of summer. Yeah, I remember throwing up like real bad as a kid too. Cause you you had to wear pants like you were wearing like I was wearing like sweatpants over you know shin pads and stuff like that. Yeah, we were. I mean, you had to wear basically. I, I remember we had like the knee down to the skates, those pads, and then we had I guess elbow and gloves and helmets. Yeah, but luckily we didn't have to wear anything up top. We played Long Swamp. Remember that place? Out by uh, Mukunji. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I remember playing like on the the varsity team there when I was like too young, and I I remember scoring. I feel like roller hockey, you only have to be good at skating. I mean, at that age, yeah. If if you're yeah. good, if you master any one you know particular area of that sport, you're gonna be you yeah. know head and shoulders above all the other kids. I guess if you have good 
ball handling skills because <laughs> you play with a ball. But yeah, cool. So th- that's that's However how phrase it. Brett and I became friends, and then we went to high school. Typical like best friends in high school, going to parties and playing guitar. <laughs> you play guitar. We do have a lot of actually like similar interests too. I well, I mean, I got into guitar because hanging out with you in your the first house I knew you at in downtown Shuey. Yeah. Oh, dude, I forgot about that house. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Did you Did you go to the rock school? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um. Dude, we we like played did, one set. <laughs> did you? Yeah. <laughs> with what was the name of the band? I don't remember the name of the band, but it was um. Was it with like, like Michael Boger? Okay. Uh, Jeffrey Ryan. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Your drummer was our drummer, Sarah. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say there was someone else. I don't know, but we played we played three songs like across the street. It was like Brain Stew and Jukebox Hero, probably. It was like the no, ones that everyone played, played. No, we played um Danny California from Chili oh, Peppers. That, that's a good yeah, one. I remember that. And then uh, I think Sarah, Mike, and Jeff like wrote two songs, and so we played those. Okay. Um. You did all that and only played one show? Yeah, because <laughs> she, she quit to go on to Bigger and Better Things, and then... Sarah did? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, everyone else was just... I don't think they had a backfill drummer there, and it was just... Yeah. I, I guess this is really showing, like, the small town that we came from. I mean, it's pretty obvious that we've come yeah. from a small town, but, like, playing roller hockey for the school at a basketball court in the park. <laughs> I feel like a lot of small towns have rock schools too, or they have just like that weird little place that like has piano lessons and shit that people go to. Yeah. I don't know. Let, let us know if you guys have that shit in your hometown. Um, so went to college. I went to Penn state. You, you went to a few different places and then we hung out a little bit then. And I, yeah, that's pretty much it. We don't see each other much anymore. Yeah, I remember uh, when I went to Ursinus and you were at Penn State Harrisburg. I went out a couple times because then like we went out to Altoona or something. Oh, to visit my cousin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Altoona, uh, Penn State Altoona. That was fun. I remember. Oh my, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't remember much from that trip, but I, I remember <laughs> yeah, that trip. Yeah, it had to be fun then. Yeah, that was great. Um, and then, I, I mean, I don't know if you don't want to talk about anything, but you want to talk about going in the military and shit. You want to tell people what you do. Uh. I mean, sure. So I joined ROTC when uh, after I went to Sinus for a year. I went up to Ithaca. Uh, my brother w- like played a huge part in me going back to school. Um, joined the wrestling team. Joined ROTC. Uh, graduated. Went down to Benning. Became an infantry officer. Uh, and that's I mean that's still what I do now. Uh, I'm a brigade assistant operations officer at this point. That doesn't mean a lot to me because I don't know <laughs> a whole lot, but I guarantee I you people watching are like, oh, fuck yeah, that's dope, awesome. It's it's not. It's it's probably the biggest desk job I've ever had in my life. I feel like that's uh, good at a certain point, though. Like, you got to fucking keep your body from deteriorating. Yeah, I mean. Deploying and fucking doing all the shit that you've done. I mean, you've been all over the place. You fucked up your shoulder. You've been the, the shoulder wasn't the army's fault. That was from way back when in in high school wrestling. True, but jumping out of airplanes don't make that shit I any better. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was all right. Didn't didn't you like reheard it or something in Germany? Uh, no, I was in Germany. That was for my knee though. Oh, um, okay. I tore two ligaments in my knee when I was in Afghanistan. Not even doing anything cool. What countries uh, have you been in? Like overall, like obviously you've lived at so it's actually and well yeah I've lived all over the states, uh, but the countries I've been in overseas is actually kind of depressing because I've been to Afghanistan and Iraq, which I mean two deployments. That's why I joined the military. Um, I, I had 
you know, as, as much as you can. I had great times over there. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I've, I was in Germany for a couple weeks and that was like just unfortunate circumstances. Uh, but other than that, like I've never vacationed anywhere outside the U.S. Yeah, I, I haven't much either. Like I might have, I think I might have been on a cruise. Yeah, I was on a cruise when I was little, but that was about it. And that's like you're out of the state in five different countries yeah. <laughs> for like four days and that's it. But I mean, it, it's really it's kind of embarrassing because I've seen I parts say embarrassing. I will. I don't know. To me, it's like I, I've seen the the butthole of the world. Uh, yeah. And and I would like to see like the beautiful parts of Canada because I've never even been yeah. to like Alaska. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm going to try to go next summer. But yeah. So and you're well. I was gonna say you could come with, but you're gonna be on the other side of the country at that point. No, I'm staying here now. You're staying here now? Yeah, I'll be here for like a year. Oh, okay. But you at, still at least a year. You're still well, yeah. I still have the the seventy acres. Okay. Uh, and that's probably where I'll end up. But okay. So you you we can talk about that too. You got seventy acres, which is like a lot of people's dream. Like I wish I could have land right now, um, in smoky mountain area no it, it's it's actually on the other side um the uh, west side yeah the west side of the state it's okay. it's like northwest of nashville by about an hour okay uh little town called van Leer, tennessee um van Leer. i mean there's a stop sign there so it's like it's like <laughs> lenartsville man like, okay it's, so it, small it's, small yeah. small like the outside the suburbs of the small town basically like the dollar general is the gathering point there dude <laughs> so as you know i've traveled the country quite a bit and dollar general fucks in like places like that like you get down south in like alabama and shit they got well, good dollar generals i heard they have a contract with elon musk to set what up on mars <laughs> yeah <laughs> can you fucking imagine you go in and get packets of fucking tuna and mayonnaise and shit dude so when i came back from iraq so this is this was my introduction to dollar general i came back from iraq i was crashing on a buddy's couch um and and he was from hawaii uh and you know grew up like i'm not gonna say the worst lifestyle but grew up kind of tough mm -hmm. and he introduced me to grocery shopping on a dollar general and you go there and you literally get everything for like a dollar yeah and you can make the best spaghetti it, with dollar general freaking whatever for like four bucks and feed yourself for a month fuck yeah was that in new york no that was uh um that was still in texas when oh, i came in back texas. Yeah. okay they're probably good in texas too like there was one in our hometown growing up but yeah i shitty. mean yeah well yeah and then you had like the food line and stuff which was you know food another line. yeah another knockoff grocery store and ames is ames yeah. a chain it used to be. I think it's like Kmart, man. Like, that's just, just gone. Yo, <laughs> speaking of Kmart, we were um, – my girlfriend was here, like, two weeks – three weeks ago, whenever it was, and we went down to Alamosa, southern Colorado. You guys might have seen the video on my channel. We ripped the razor and stuff. Um, we were talking about how ghetto Pueblo is because she wanted to go to – I guess um, the Price is Right is, like, going to be there with Drew Carey, who hosts it now. That's a terrible idea. She was like, we should get tickets. We can either go to Pueblo or there's one in it was somewhere closer to, like, the Denver area. Okay. And I was like, don't go down there. She's Do like, why? <laughs> Pueblo is the literal equivalent of Redding. Of Redding, Pennsylvania, yeah. which is high up there on the crime scale. And that's, like, near where we're from. So, yeah, agreed. But – Speaking of that, we were driving through, and she, I was like, this is the place that you wanted to come to for that fucking show or whatever. And she's like, what's so bad about it? I'm like, look over there. There's a fucking Kmart in Pueblo. <laughs> it's completely closed, but they still got the big Kmart sign, oh dude. And God. I haven't seen one of those in probably, tw nah, maybe not That's 20 right years. off the highway, too. It's right off the highway. You can see it off of 25 when you're driving yeah. through. Man, Holy fucking shit. Kmart. 
Um, sick. I forget what the fuck we were talking about now. But. I don't know, but I did <laughs> want to take a time out just to appreciate the fact that you're cursing because I was really worried about coming on and not uh, being able to curse. Yeah, we. <laughs> well, did, did you see what happened on YouTube? You just got defunded, which is I bullshit. got fucked. Um, so this episode that you guys are listening to is coming out literally the day after my entire main channel got demonetized. I guess I should probably talk about this. Um, so they pulled me from the partner program, which is like how you, your videos get monetized. And I wasn't making a whole lot of money through my main channel anyway, so I'm not like that pissed about it. The reason I'm fucking pissed about it, and this is reiterating what I said in a video yesterday, but... I'm mad about it because they don't give you a way to contact them to find out what the issue was. Yeah, I saw that. You're trying to get them through Twitter. Yeah, so if you if they strike your channel, they can take down a video and they'll tell you what you did wrong and that's fine, but if they just pull you from the partner program, you're like out in the wind and there's nothing you can do about it. So the reason that I'm mad is again, it's not really the money thing like I make money other places, but it's the fact that y- they did it without any notice and it's just fucked up. So yeah. that's for basically the viewers who are listening. Um, yeah. Politics. Politics. <laughs> it, it's fucking bullshit. So it's all bullshit. It's all who's got more money. I know. I'm hoping by the time that this, uh, this podcast goes live, I'm hoping that I'm remonetized. The Again, another problem is that when they pull you from the partner program, it fucking crushes your channel in the algorithm. So a- after it happened the first time with all the gun shit, my videos did like real bad afterwards and I like slowly came back up because I was posting a ton of videos and it like leveled out and was growing again and then this happened again. So it's gonna be like double bad if I even get back into the partner program. But Well at least like hopefully they'll at least contact you back. Yeah, I mean that's just I to me that is like censorship. Hundred percent. And like for someone like me, it may be a little bit easier because I have so many other creator friends so I can hit them up. And I have talked to like two other people who can possibly help me who have contacts at YouTube and uh, I'm working on it right now. Again, hopefully it's fixed by the time this uh, podcast goes up. But yeah, it's like it's 100% censorship. There's nothing you can I, like, do. Is there, and I mean, this is just how naive I am with technology in the world today, but um this isn't even something to me that it sounds like you could have like a lawyer on retainer to like counter sue or, or get into contact with or or anything like that. Like that's, I have no idea. That's what a lot of people are saying too. I mean, a lot of people aren't like as thoughtful and rational as you. So they're just like, Oh fucking sue YouTube. I'm like, Hey man, it doesn't work like that. Like what am I going to do? I don't have fucking money to do that. Uh, Steven Crowder is actually suing YouTube. Okay. So a lot of people are like, yo, get in on, I, I, I don't know if he's doing it as like a class action thing or what, but he's like, yo, talk to Crowder. I'm like, how am I going to fucking talk to Crowder? Like maybe if a bunch yeah. of people hit him up, I could, but, um, I don't yeah, know. It, it's a little bit easier for me because I have some creator friends, but there's channels who are smaller than me who are getting wrongfully demonetized too. And they're like in the fucking wind, like. They don't know who to talk to. They could reach out to me, but again, I can't even do anything. Like I'm talking to people like way, way above me, which will hopefully help. But yeah. who the fuck knows? And when YouTube is such a monopoly the way it is, it's it's not like they can go to. Uh, I don't even know what other channels used to be out there, like Pornhub. Yeah, to post videos on. <laughs> I will. I know. <laughs> Some I've people seen, were doing that. Uh, I was trying to think of that old that one 
I don't know. It used to have like Bebo the Talking Cat and the stupid video. Like, uh, e bombs world. E bombs world. E bombs world and Holy uh, shit. Shit. What were there? Uh, albino black sheep. They had like all those yeah. flash animations and shit. Just weird shit. Man, but th- like that doesn't even exist anymore. I think they have a, a an Instagram and that's it. E- I I bet you E bombs world still exists. I don't know what the fuck they would Maybe post, but memes. Memes. They were kind of like the chive before. Yeah, I don't I know guess. when the chive started, but it was kind of like know. that. I found the chiving, it had to be like my junior year of college, maybe. And the yeah. only reason I found out about it was people in the military after airborne school. Yeah, that's they they have like a weird cult following. Like I know when I started going on the chive, it was like I that's like my f- most frequented website, and it was the greatest thing ever. They're showing other than like, Pornhub, but yeah, other than Pornhub, <laughs> but we don't we don't count that one. Um, yeah, but they got like a bunch. I guess it, it's big in like the military too. I guess. Yeah, I mean, they even, like, I followed on the the Chives, uh, it's literally the Chives military on, on Oh, okay. On so uh, Instagram, they, they so. support yeah. police, military, law enforcement, firefighters, shit like that. I guess that makes sense. Um, I'm just going to completely flip the script. We were, uh, we were talking before we actually started recording the podcast, but you were telling me about a story of you and your brother climbing in... Garden of the Gods down near Colorado Springs. Yeah, and and I think this is just a testament to how bipolar the weather is in in, in Colorado. High altitude is a lot to do with that too. It's I mean it's just it's so quick, but anyhow, um my brother came out last week uh and he was trying to get the full Colorado experience in a week, which I mean everything he does he does to the max. So uh, he, we, he got a lot in. I saw yeah, a lot of did. his photos and He's shit. He's pissed. Uh, he took Tuesday off because it was shitty weather here. Okay. Uh, but he, uh, I think A Basin was still open. He wanted to go snowboarding, but he, he ended up not going. Shit, that's far. Yeah. To go from all the way down He, he went there. last time he was out, though, and he said he loved it. Like, he hiked a few peaks that, uh, you know, was, like, pretty much untouched powder at the time. So. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, uh, you know, we just, you know, got on Google, found a guy to take us uh, rock climbing because I haven't been rock climbing, I think, probably since high school. Oh, you found like a guide to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of top rope stuff set up, but you actually like in order to obtain the permit, which actually was was not difficult and was good for a whole year. Oh, um, nice. So, I mean, the city makes it you know super easy. You have um, to pay for that. No, it was free. Okay. Um, and so we we just took the guy because he knows the routes. He like he had all the equipment. Like you know, I'm not paying for rope and all that. Yeah, that shit adds up real quick. Um. But we went, you know, we went climbing and we started off and, you know, half the sky was blue, half the sky looked a little overcast. Um, we did a, f- a few routes and, you know, just to kind of get warmed up uh, and it started drizzling, became overcast within a half hour. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, damn. All right. We thought we were going to get rained out. And so the guide's like, uh, it'll clear up. And it, cl- it, it did for a minute. Uh, so we went and he's like, all right, before the rain comes, we're going to go get in a good climb, you know, make it worth your while. And so we went over to Monument Rock and, you know, got everything set up. Is that the really tall one? Or is it like the egg-shaped one? Uh, it's it's not one of the main two that form, like, the gates. It's, okay. It's behind them. Uh, it's one of the taller ones, but it, it kind of stands alone. Okay. Uh, it, it's easy to identify when, but, I mean, we're just not there to point it out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But anyhow, it, it's kind of a, a gradual incline, and then it, it flattens out, and then you climb – to the to the very summit mm-hmm. um and so we started climbing and we get up to that that shelf before you reach the summit 
How far yeah. up is that? Like hundred feet? It had to be at least hundred feet. At I don't. Know. I hate heights. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember cliff jumping as a kid, and you hated heights. I hate heights, and my brother like. He's like, oh, like, I don't like heights either. It's like, no, dude, you don't understand. I really hate heights. <laughs> really hate it. And like, I've jumped out of planes a lot. Yeah. Uh, how'd you get over that fear then? You just had to do it, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, the army is just, you just, you're, you're droning so bad. You just hand off your freaking, your line and He's you just out. jump. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I've seen people get booted out of planes, so you don't have much of a choice. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so we're up on the shelf and, you you look out one side and it still looks like blue skies, but you look out the other and it's like shit, it's coming. Yeah. And sure as shit, like we're going up to reach the summit and it's the wind is just blowing and it's starting to freaking rain and Great. there's thunder and I'm like, I have the most metal on me, right? Like I had. Are free- you belaying at the bottom or are no, you? So uh, the guide was actually belaying from the top. Okay, so um, he climbed and then yeah, he climbed. He rigged everything up. He's a super cool guy, um, and then my brother went up first, and that's when it like really started. You know, the wind, the rain, the thunder. I'm just like, dude, I know because the, there's all kinds of chains and 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 rigging and I I don't carabiners and shit everywhere. Yeah, I'm like, we're high up and there's a lot of metal around. Like I, <laughs> and of course, like my brother's going up, so it's like my brother and the guide, and then I'm just sitting on the shelf, like literally. Like I, like I'm in a saddle, yeah, and I'm I fucking freaking out, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so I mean, luckily enough, it did hold out to the point. I it was an easy climb the last fifty feet, got to the the top, and I'm just like, dude, like get me the yeah. fuck off. This, this is nice, right good views. Get me the fuck off this rock. And, and it was just like as quickly as it came in. By the time I got to the bottom, it was blue skies again. I'm like, yeah. this, you, fuck you, Mother Nature. I like. I don't. I typically hated that. Like when I lived in Florida, it was like that too. Like different kinds of thunderstorms. Like Florida thunderstorms, a little different, a little more wet. But what's great about, especially like in the springs and stuff, it's so fucking dry. So that even if it does rain here, it's not like you're fucking yeah. swimming the rest of the day. I don't know, we, we had it like two weeks ago where it rained like a week straight, yeah. at least some portion of the day, and it was so humid. I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like I. I don't know if I can move back east of the Mississippi because I, I forgot how much I hate the humidity. It's just always humid there. Yeah. There's no dry days in the summer. I went uh, – I was on my way home. I guess it was last Christmas. or the, uh, It had to be last Christmas. You are driving? Yeah, because I had just bought my land. Okay. And so, it, I mean, it was like 20 degrees, and, and I work outside. You know, I was at the time I was working outside, like, on weekends and shit. Yeah. And, you know, 15, 20 degrees. You throw on a Carhartt, it's not too bad. But I went – to tennessee to clear some land and it was like 40 degrees but it was so damn humid yeah and i was freezing yeah. it's just like that chill to the bone that you can't get warm once you get it that's another so thing I, too i hated it when i was it, miserable when there's not humidity in the air like 30 degrees in colorado is like meh, like i'll not, throw on a sweatshirt maybe yeah maybe zip up hoodie or whatever but 30 degrees in pennsylvania when it's fucking humid dude that sucks it's super cold then yeah that, that took a while to get used to, but, I mean, I, I, I personally love the weather in Colorado. I don't know. Um, all right. I guess I should talk about sponsors. So, guess what? We got some sponsors. Um, I, I've been talking to a few companies about, like, starting off the podcast and everything. Uh, one of them is, first up, Hoist. So, this is a company they, I guess they started as a hydration company. Um, sort of like these that you throw in your water if you're watching on YouTube. So it's a packet of stuff and you 
dump it in made for the military military hydration powder you got a bunch of different flavors and the equivalent of drinking one is like drinking a lot of water and i can't like i would love to drink water but i don't drink enough water during the day i don't know about you i'm fueled by caffeine man like <laughs> yeah this is my second monster <laughs> oh that's it those are rookie numbers man you gotta <laughs> yeah. pump those up and then you feel like shit you get anxiety so actually grabbing that bottle so brett's drinking what is this uh strawberry lemonade yeah it's really good is it mm-hmm. um I like it. i've tried a few of the flavors so far i'm gonna keep i'm gonna throw a bunch of them in my van actually so they're good for hydration when you're on the go and you can't be sucking down a lot of water um Bunch of different flavors, bottle options. You can dump them into water bottles and whatever. So check it out. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, you can go to drinkhoist.com forward slash TalonSci. And, yeah, if you try it out, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Second one, also, uh, dude, all the, the, both the sponsors like healthy shit. So we got Hoist, which is good for hydration. The second one is a small business who's, like, kind of a sponsor, um, it's actually local to Denver, around the Portland, Oregon area, and then Houston, Texas. Were you in Houston? Uh, I've flown into Houston. That was a nightmare of a story. You live near Austin, though. Yeah, I was an hour north of Austin. Okay. So uh, the second sponsor is a company called MyFit Foods. So if you're in the Portland, the Denver, or the Houston area, check them out. You can go to MyFitFoods.com, and they make meal prep. I've never been fucking healthy ever Dude, like th- this is kind of ironic that you're bringing this shit up because i am the furthest thing from healthy anymore you, you should try my fit foods and like, i got some in the fridge nah. um but they, they make meal prep it's great for me and i started going there because i mean i knew i've been eating like shit and i'm kind of like stagnant right now so i wanted to be a little bit healthier um but they make meal preps just like in the typical black containers and i throw them in the fridge in my van and you heat them up in the microwave and it's like really good shit it's not just like fucking chicken and rice they do have that they got like chicken tikka masala, which I had for lunch yesterday. I had chicken Alfredo today. It's actually super fucking good. They're not paying me to talk about this. Neither is Hoist. This is just something that I want to pass along to people. Um, but they did give me a discount code, which is Psy20 at checkout. So food prep service, they can deliver to you if you're in the area. If you just walk into a location and give them the code Psy20, you can get 20% off your order. The meals range from like 4 to $9 max. So I've been getting like a full week's worth of food while I'm traveling in the van, which means I don't have to cook, which is fucking awesome. And you can get a full week's worth of food for like 100 bucks. So that, that's that's always my thing with the things because I do love to cook. Like that's that became my thing a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are nights where I'll get off work late or just, you know, be a lazy piece of shit and hate to cook. So can you get like three meals a week? Yeah, I, I, I've been buying like a full week's worth of food. But you can, like, cut back from that and say, like, hey, I only want, like, three days out of the seven days a week. You, you So you, you walk into the place. We can we can go there sometime or if you're ever up here. Oh, shit. Can. It's like it's not, like, an online thing? You can you can go online, too, myfitfoods.com. Oh, okay. And you can, like, you can order stuff online and have them send it to you. But it's not, like, a subscription thing. It's just. Oh, like, okay. It's okay. just, like, a, you walk in and get food. Yeah. What's cool right. about the place is they have, like, a, a bunch of coolers, like a grocery store when you walk in. Dude, so I'm hyping this place up. Again, they're not paying me, but this is fucking cool. They have dietitians and, like, nutritionists there. So they have these scales that you get on, and it checks your BMI and shit. And Dude, that's going to be fucking embarrassing if I go there right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I did it at the beginning of this month when I started going there, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm coming back here every fucking day this week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not, not that I was fat. Like, I'd look at myself in the mirror, and I was like, I mean, I, I feel okay, but now that I've been eating healthy, like, I feel way fucking better. Um so they have the nutritionist there you walk in and then they have a checkout counter and then on the other side it's like a 
like a refrigerator aisle at a grocery store. They have breakfast in two doors, they have lunch in two doors, and they have dinner in two doors, okay. and then they have snacks. So you literally just grab whatever the fuck you want. Like I, I typically eat lunch, a snack, and then dinner, and then like protein shakes or whatever during the day, whatever else. Um, so yeah, you just fucking get whatever you want. The food's actually really good. So hmm. shout out to My Fit Foods if you guys ever check them out for real. If you're in Portland, Houston, or Denver area, check them out and tell them I sent you. Heard it on a podcast or whatever. Uh, and use code Psy20 for 20% off. Yeah, 420. <laughs> 420. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, can you grab my phone from over there? Yeah. You can unplug it. I had no idea what the fuck to talk about because we know so much about each other. I guess, do you have any stories from childhood that we could talk about that wouldn't get us in trouble? Dude, so uh, oh, this is the the one story I thought of when you're as soon as you're like, yeah, we'll just bullshit about, you know, growing up. I'm nervous and, about this. <laughs> well, there's two stories and you kind of already brought up one with the drinking. Uh, okay. the, the, the first time, uh, cause I'm pretty sure you were passed out underneath my dining room table. Yes. I'm not going <laughs> to, my, my parents probably listen to this podcast. I know my dad does shout out to my dad. My dad knows how young I was when I first drank. He, he told, he has a good story when he first drank too, but yeah, we were, I think that not was. 21. <laughs> I think we were, yeah. <laughs> we weren't 21. I know that for a fact and uh pretty far off. But yeah, we I remember drinking at your house and I woke up under your dining room table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've done that on multiple occasions. Yeah. I well other people have slept on my tables too. On under your tables. You got a good house for parties or your childhood house was a good house yeah. for parties. Yeah, shout out to my parents for always going to watch Nick wrestle. Shout out, yeah. Go down to Florida to watch your brother wrestle. Yeah. And we'll, we'll hold down the house. Yeah, no problem. Everything's fine. I um, had trouble once for that. Whatever. Did you? Yeah, because I didn't mop well enough. There's a sticky spot my mom found. There's <laughs> just like natty light all over the floor. Dude, I thought I, because I, I was walking around in my socks making sure I cleaned up everything, and she must have found a spot that I missed. I don't know. Uh, like, I, I, again, I, well, never said this. I said this on other podcasts, but I don't plan on being a father anytime soon. But I feel like I would have a good eye for that shit. Oh, yeah. So, like, I wonder, I'm, I'm sure your parents have a good eye for it, too. Like, if shit's out of place or, like, smells kind of funky in there. I also had the advantage, like, You're growing the, up with the older brother, like, Nick, Nick took a lot yeah. of, of the of the discipline. He and takes the beating, and you're just like, oh, by the time I got to, Yeah, well, not even that. By the time they got to me, I'm pretty sure they were just like, ah, whatever. Like, like oh, we've done this already. Like, here we go it, again. Just, <laughs> Don't end up in prison. We ended up we ended up okay though, which is good. Um, man, we did so much dumb shit as kids. I remember. Do you have one? The other one I was going to talk about yeah, was um, the downhill mountain bike. That's, in your e- yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to talk about. Like, as soon as you sh- uh, as soon as you you shot me that message, like yeah, well, bullshit about the youth. I was like, dude, I know it's going to come up, and it's fucking embarrassing. I don't, I don't know why that sticks in my head so vividly so at at my family's house um we we were pretty young we were in our teenage years i guess i don't even remember if we could drive yet yeah I don't, maybe might have been able to um we had the idea to make a down downhill mountain bike course <laughs> it was quite literally just a hill <laughs> it, it was wasn't just, like actual mountain biking. it was down a hill and there was like some op- obstacles <laughs> and stuff i'm into mountain biking now like i have my mountain bike sitting behind me over here and I, I know about actual mountain biking now but we had like fucking walmart mountain bikes and we thought we were gonna 
like make dirt berms and it was going to go down the back of like my family's property over this creek and like that's basically where it stopped and then i remember taking fucking cordless power tools like a like a circular circular saw jigsaw and like hammers and shit and didn't we make like a we, we a built bridge? the shit out of a bridge we built a bridge with like rocks and mud and fucking two by four i just missed the bridge <laughs> yeah so brett's going into this fucking thing like full speed and it was might have been about the size of this table no actually it was net more narrow than this table I think you made it up onto it, and then your front tire, as you were crossing over the creek, which was probably like three, four feet up above the creek, your front tire went off. And you guys have seen like every fail video ever. That's exactly what it looked like. (laughs) Front tire went like into the other side of the creek bank, and you just flipped, and there's fucking mud everywhere. I face planted real hard. I protected my body with my head, though, so that was a good thing. I I can't believe that we've never gotten hurt. I've done so much shit because, like, your brother's older he had older friends my cousins are older and all of their older friends like we did dumb shit as kids well shit i mean even the rock is illegal now like you can't jump off that anymore yeah dude so there's this place um if anyone's from eastern pennsylvania you've probably heard of people referring to it as peace rock yeah. because there was a giant peace sign on it but if you're if you're local if you're in the know <laughs> and you're fucking cool it sounds so dumb saying this um there there's a cliff into the schuylkill river that we would jump off as kids and it was just like the water's fucking disgusting i can't yeah. believe we swim in that so much so many unclaimed bodies in that river <laughs> literally like literally so there's a dam below this big turn in the river and it made a really deep section right underneath the cliff and it's i think we measured it before a lot of people would say it's like 50 it's only like 35 or 40 yeah it's definitely not 50 but we would go there and swim and jump off and a lot of people would die there because you either walk like a mile back to get to it or you swim across the river and sometimes the current is stronger than people think we're not gonna we're not (laughs) we're not gonna get into the details of the people who have probably and definitely drowned there but you got to be a relatively competent swimmer to get across there. I wouldn't even say that because I'm not a good swimmer and I never had issues. You just have to stay on top of the water. You just like, that's gotta, literally all you have to do. Yeah, that's fair. You just got to <laughs> not be a fucking idiot, basically, <laughs> yeah. is what it comes down to. And people would go there and drink and eat and a lot of I'm, – I'm sure a lot of people who did die there were drunk. Yeah, or on other stuff. Yeah, or yeah, true. I mean, that's, that's like the coal mining region people coming down and <laughs> – or yes. the inner city people coming was, up. <laughs> think about how many license plates you saw from like New York City and all that. Yeah, that's true. People or came like from Jersey all over the place. So if you guys have ever heard of that, I mean, that, that's where we came from. I remember people coming from really far away now that you say that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we used to go there. I think there's old videos that I have on like Facebook or even on like a super old YouTube channel of us. Yo. Oh, man. I just thought of this video. Remember the May Day video that I made? Yeah, <laughs> that from high school. Yeah, so yeah. so we had this thing in high school <laughs> called May Day, which we used to have like World Fest. It's like the end of the year in elementary school. I think it was an excuse for teachers to drink at work. <laughs> Yo, they probably were <laughs> drinking for sure. So it's just like the end of the the end of the school year. Everyone like goes outside. They like cook food and they have like they had, like a dunk tank and just like fun yeah. shit for us to do. Um, but I made a video. It it would have been. May of 2010 or nine, it might have been our senior year. Yeah, I we, think it was. We had our senioritis shirts on. Yeah, 
our, a buddy of ours, Jero, shout out to Jero if you're listening, he made senioritis shirts that just said senioritis, and then it had the silhouette of Captain Morgan <laughs> with his foot up on the S. We were fucking degenerates in high school, but again, we made it out okay. Yeah, so I, I that was like a vlog before I even knew what the fuck vlogging was. It was just like us dicking around, which is like how my videos are now anyway. But yeah, I should, I should re-upload that video to my YouTube channel and react to it. <laughs> like, look how fucking dumb we are. Me without a beard and whatever. Yeah, your beard length is uh is different from the last time I saw you. It's real short. So I was down in um, Trinidad. So, oh, that's another great city. Yeah, great city. Beautiful. Mm. There's a whole lot of nothing there. So we were outside of Trinidad. I was doing a photo shoot with uh, a local company that shoots for companies like Hoist, actually. That's how I found out what Hoist was. Um, and... They needed me. Actually, I should fucking show you these pictures. So, I'm, dude, I'm my brain is all over the place right now. That's fine. So I had to, I had to dress a certain way. I had to look like a certain role for like this scene that we were shooting. And my beard was kind of long. And the person who was like directing it, she was like, "Can you, like, like tuck the beard in or something? Or we might have to like keep you back and like push it up against so you can't see it. It has to be shorter." And I was like, "Honestly, I want to cut it anyway because it was kind of long." I was like, "I'm just gonna go find a barber." Guess what? <laughs> There's no barber in that town. There, well, there, there actually were. There were like two or three barber shops in Trinidad, and they were all like booked up. I guess they have appointments, COVID shit, whatever. Oh yeah. And uh, I found one walk in, and I walk in, and it's like in a shed of some person's backyard. I walk in, Yo. and there's a little old Spanish lady working, super nice, like spoke broken English, and I'm like, hey, uh, I had called earlier to see if you were open. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, come in, sit down. And before I sit down, I'm like, how are you with beards? And she's like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and, like, a lot of times, like, don't, don't even don't even give me the eh. Like, <laughs> just lie to me. Just say, Blissful ignorance, Just man. say no, I'd rather not. But she was like, eh. And I was like, fuck. I'm in the middle of nowhere in this fucking super small town. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. And she cut me up, and it was pretty fucked up. <laughs> so I was like, God damn. I would have done it myself, but I didn't bring, like, my scissors and beard shit with me. I was in the van. Um, so I went back and cleaned it up with, like, one of those one-blade Norelco things. Uh. <laughs> so it looked okay for the photos. And then I came back here and went to my actual barber, and uh, she cut it really short. But I, I kind of like it. It's nice. It's not so in the way and not so hot anymore. I can't i've never had a beard i think i've had a beard when i was on leave and that was it you can grow a beard though i can but i mean but you that's can't the, for your job i guess yeah the, the the scotch irish really comes out in my beard <laughs> and i have mixed feelings about that yeah everyone calls me a ginger and i'm like well my beard looks kind of red sometimes but i'm not a ginger like my hair is not mm. actually red yeah so uh back in like february my cousin was out here and we were gonna go ride horses right yeah you you have yeah. A, a few horses no um or i i, I you, worked, you had access to yeah I, I had worked with with horses uh for a while no, no longer but so um, since that time i haven't or I, I haven't been on a horse before that, but I have been on a horse after that, and I'm so fucking glad you didn't bring horses that day. Oh, really? Yeah, because, like, I, it, it wasn't that I was scared of it, but I, I hate not being in control of something. 
Like even, uh, even being okay. a passenger in someone's car. Yeah. Cause I don't, I, 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 no, I understand the feeling. I don't know how to control them. I don't know how to do like the reins and shit. So how did you even learn to get into like taking care of horses and shit? Well, I mean, when I was little, I helped Jay, the neighbor behind my house. I, do odds and ends for him and that's right you had horses like as your neighbor and i had cows as my neighbor <laughs> again. again small town yeah i i think it's funny man like you listen to the country song i, I like red dirt country and uh mm-hmm. they'll be like oh we're a one stop light town it's like dude leonardsville had a three-way stop sign and no one even stopped at yeah you know the, like that's it the one by the, like your house your childhood house yeah. never stopped there even when i'm back home like i always go the back way yeah no, you don't stop there uh but anyhow so I, I've always that. I mean, you know, I have two dogs. So I just I like animals more than people. Um, but when I got back from Iraq, I kind of made. Um, I wanted to get more involved with with just general life skills, and and mm-hmm. to me, like riding a horse was was one of those. Like, I'm not gonna say like post apocalyptic like survival bug out shit, but you know, vehicle but, maintenance. Yeah, I mean, that's sh- good to know like that. Though. Yeah. Um. Like, so just generic things like that and, and riding a horse is something that I've always wanted to do anyway so I, I kind of um I knew a bartender at at the bar that I drank at way too much uh <laughs> when I got back from Iraq and Texas and so she took me out and it was kind of one of those just like you know sit on the horses dead broke yeah and and took me out and I was like all right like I kind of remember this and that and then when I moved uh I, I moved to to Fort Benning Georgia which is right on the Alabama line and so I started taking lessons in Alabama. Um, I, I kind of remember that because I remember the like, I didn't know that you were like interested in horses before. But the one time yeah. you were like, oh, I got a fucking horse riding lesson. I was like, fucking what? dude? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was super weird. Um, I just pictured you as like a horse girl with like the fucking equestrian hat on. Dude, and, like, that's fucking white pants. Playing and polo. literally, <laughs> like, well, I worked with polo horses. They're normally psychotic, uh, or at least the ones I have. Um, but I mean, that's literally what. I mean, you know, Vanessa. So that's mm-hmm. literally who I show up and yeah, like she was in like proper English equestrian riding gear. Yeah. Um, but it was again, fucking embarrassing because the girl in the lesson ahead of me was this little like four year old <laughs> in Velcro shoes and like, you know, <laughs> like just about jumping dress. hurdles <laughs> and ripping around she barrels. Wasn't even doing that, but she's like <laughs> pulling off her saddle and all this shit. I'm just like, I have zero idea what I'm doing. And like, I, I mean, I, I like to think I'm a quick learner and I picked it up pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and then I moved out, uh, moved out to Colorado and I just, I kind of fell in where I was at and learned a lot, got a huge opportunity to, to, uh, to work with a lot of different horses and, and kind of, I mean, I just fell in love with it and, yeah. and the opportunity because I'm also like a big, you know, hunting, camping and all that stuff. So it just kind of fits. Yeah. Especially out west. Like, I guess on the east coast, like horses, like for the utilitarian aspect of them, like like using them yeah. to get around places, it's not as common, I guess. But out here, there's fucking ranchers everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've thrown rope at cattle before. It's it's not fun. It's a lot of hard work. So whoever does that, like, shout out good graces That's to you man, but yeah man, like, man shit <laughs> i'm i'm glad i i don't have to do that yeah um but no like we i've done some backpacking trips with them and you know carry camp on uh and like saddlebags and shit and it's and do the horses like lay down at night then no uh you, i mean you just build around pen that they, they graze all night they oh, really? yeah they don't sleep that much they only sleep yeah. like four hours okay 
It's like, so. do they? Can they sleep standing up? That's a super dumb question. <laughs> I, they can, I think. I, I mean, I've seen them lay down. Okay. Um, I don't. I'm not the horse whisperer, man. Like I was very mediocre at my job. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, I learned more from the people that were there than than anything else. So, so I, that I I was asking all that question, all those questions, because I wanted to show you this photo shoot. I don't know if I can show you guys these pictures, so I probably won't pop them up in the video right now. But I'll probably post them on Instagram when time allows. But this is why you'll get an idea why I had to trim the beard. Oh my god. And so I guess I can just talk about it. So I'm in full kit, like fucking full, full kit. Um, yeah, brother, America. Hell yeah, America. It's um, a beautiful paint, though. I got comms. Yeah, I mean, the, the photos are fucking dope. So full kit, helmet, plate carrier with, like, real plates, comms, and a fucking AR-10. They give me an AR-10. So I don't think I have any pictures of me actually sitting on this horse. But I ha So I'm loaded up which I'm not used to. I wasn't in the military. I was just a photograph, uh, photograph subject for them. Um, I think that's called a model. Yeah. I don't, I don't like <laughs> it. They, they kept referring, <laughs> they kept referring to us as models. I'm like, I'm not a fucking model, but like, I guess I'll take it. There's a lot of fucking badass people there though. Like people who actually served and like know the shit. So they were like correcting everyone's shit for whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm fucking wearing, Solomon UTXs or whatever, like the fucking Solomon boots. And I've never sat on a horse before, except maybe when I was a kid. So I have to fucking mount this horse in full kit, helmet, plate carrier, mags, all this shit. Luckily, someone was there, like an assistant, to hold the AR-10, which yeah. is heavy as fuck. And first time getting up on the horse, I, like, put my feet over and I stick the boots into the, what are they called, stirrups? Mm-hmm. And my feet are, like, way too far in. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're like, yeah. back your feet out because if this motherfucker bucks, like, you're dead. <laughs> they like, just drag you, man. Yeah, so so then they gave me the gun, and they're, like, taking photos and stuff. And I'm just, like, have it up on my hip. And the photos are fucking super dope. I mean, I hope I can post them in the future. Um, pe people won't understand, though. They're like, why is Talon kitted up? Like, Well, that's what I, like, is, was that for a shoot for, like, for the U.S. Army? Or no, 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 no. Like, Oh, okay. No, it was it, it was not for that at all. It like me having someone like me in that role has absolutely nothing to do with it. Like it's it's not like oh look at Talon. It's just I'm some random schmuck. So most people who see those photos, they're not even gonna know it's me. Yeah. Um, it was for other shit. So but, you, you're essentially like one of the one of the actors from Thirteen Strong, I think is the movie. Uh, what is that? About oh. the invasion of Afghanistan. Okay. The horse soldiers. I haven't seen that, but uh, yeah, probably like them. I don't know. The one dude's famous in it. It's like any war movie. Like people get fucking kitted up and play all these well, roles. Yeah, like you'd be surprised how much the the army spends on like. So like Black Hawk Down, there was you know actual you know pilots. They got like contractors yeah. to come in and make sure shit's yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's that, that's really what I was trying to say is like they they try and make it seem as realistic as possible, and it's like a marketing strategy to get people to to sign up. I guess. I yeah, don't, that's true. I don't know. I'm not. I don't have enough rank for that information. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's some top level shit. You Low know, to mid level <laughs> management. <laughs> like, can't can't wait to get out. Not that though. We'll um, see about that. Do you hear the story about this? This probably happened a while ago, but Dan Bilzerian bought his way into some fucking war movie. Probably, dude. I'm telling you, man. Like when you have that much money, <laughs> like you can do whatever yeah. you want. 
he he bought himself into the movie and they cut like all of the shit that he was in so he was i i, I remember seeing one scene uh, i i didn't i don't even remember the movie i just saw like screenshots and shit but there was one scene where they're sitting in a briefing room and it's just like typical dudes and kid and like just hanging out like getting briefed or whatever and then he's fucking sitting there with his like chiseled beard and shit <laughs> and, like dude you look so out of place like yeah you tried out for the navy seals and whatever his story is but like it just looked so funny i'm like oh man i guess if you got money and you want to fucking do that shit do yeah, it he, but... he made his money what in poker S- supposedly um his, his dad was like super wealthy uh, okay i don't know too much about it i know people are either like either love him for his Instagram pictures or, or hate him for whatever. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like to speak about things that I'm not well yeah. informed on. So I, I just, like, I don't care. I think I'm sure he's a fucking cool dude. Like obviously lives a wild life, yeah. even if it's like faked for Instagram, but dude seems like, I mean, he's got fucking stories, whether they're true or not. Like someone, I, like the only reason I bring it up was because I think it was yesterday morning. Someone told me that he just posted something that had like 60 women just like, you know, twelves out of tens. I'm like, dude, dude, like, I made all the wrong choices in life. <laughs> Wouldn't that get boring? Are dude, you fucking high, dude? To have like twenty models all the time, I, I wouldn't say boring. I, like, if anything, annoying. Well, like, yeah, okay. Dude, like, shut the fuck up and leave me alone. That that that's kind of what I was getting at. Boring like, is not what I had on mind. Maybe dude. not like, boring. <laughs> okay, but definitely fucking annoying. Like, yeah, how are you gonna? I, can... I, I know girls who look like that, and for the most part it's like talking to a fucking brick wall it's like yeah i could see that i don't know again i'm not one to pass judgment but i I don't give a fuck like (sighs) i'm just saying it how it is i i would take that over over you know a lot of stuff over a lot of things yeah (laughs) Yeah, you're right i just i just feel like after a while problems like flying in a private jet with like fucking 30 instagram models who are just like fucking doing their nails and talking like a valley girl i would lose my fucking mind i'd rather be by myself at that point i mean yeah but like the other thing the other thing if you have that kind of money you can take a vacation away from all that shit i mean i i can't imagine you know 365 days a week that's that's his life i mean if it's yeah if it's 300 days a week that that's what he's doing that's still two months to go be be normal, more normal. I, I, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and I guess when you have that much money, like, y- like you're not getting fucking married. Maybe you are. I don't know. Look at Shh. Bill Gates. Bill Gates just got fucking divorced. I know, man. Just prenup. Prenup. <laughs> like, big prenup. I think, what, what's, what the fuck's her name? Melinda Gates, his ex-wife now? Yeah. She got, like, $2.8 billion well, or some shit. Wasn't it, for, like, a short period of time, the richest female in the world was from a divorce of was it like Jeff Bezos or something? Oh yeah, yeah, because he got divorced like that was a couple of years ago, I guess. Yeah, I think it's now like the three richest men in the world or the three richest couples are now divorced. Yeah, I wonder. So there's always like that list of like wealthy people and super rich people. I wonder how many people are not on that list who like buy their way out of that list so that people don't know. Yeah, like like cartel shit and like dude. So Saudi Arabia royalty whatever there, there's got to be people richer i remember it was like one of those like quick facts like i don't know, one of the pages i follow on on instagram or something yeah and there was um like a el chapo i don't think it was el chapo but it was another one of those pablo like, escobar yeah like you shit. know cocaine you know top blocks and he offered 
to pay off his country's debt to the U.S. to avoid being extradited. And it's like, dude, like, I couldn't imagine having that kind of money. Wait, pay off the country's debt? Yeah, it was like, I, it was some, it was like, Cam, or not, uh, it was like South, uh, Venezuela or some South American country. The, like, the debt to the, 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 the country? The debt, the country's national debt to the United States. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were talking like the trillion dollar debt of oh, the United no. States. No, no. <laughs> okay, but it was still, like, it was like three point something billion dollars, and I'm like, dude, I could not fathom. I couldn't fathom God. having three point something million dollars. No, I, I don't even. I'd be happy if someone walked up and gave me three hundred nineteen dollars. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? Like, what do you? What do you even do with that money? I, I would like to think Invest? that. Invest? Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Put yeah. in fucking Dogecoin right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just drop a cool mill in there and then take it out when it goes up 10 cents and you fucking made a damn good profit. Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, I, I, like, I would like to think that if I ever come into a large sum of money like that, fucking probably will never happen. But, hey, you never know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <fucking laughs> knock, knock on, on wood. wood here. It's never going to happen. But uh, knock on the desk. I, I would like to think that nothing would really change because I'm already doing like what I want to do. Yeah. So you you are definitely in the unique situation where yeah, like you would just probably invest it into doing cooler and cooler shit. Yeah, and that's kind of what I do now. Like whenever I have like a good month on, well, not on YouTube anymore because I don't yeah. get fucking paid Fuck on YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> but if I ever have a good month where like I do some promotion shit or other odd jobs that make me more money, I always like put it into new shit. Like actually, like the whole fucking podcast setup. Yeah, exactly. Like this, this was actually thanks to the people who support the channel on Patreon. Quick <laughs> shameless plug. Shout out to you guys for real though, because I used last month's Patreon funds yeah, to I just heard that. to start this up again. So fucking like it, like it's. It's not super expensive, but also I would I wouldn't just spend my own money on this. Yeah, um, I mean it's some nice space age. It, it's cool. Technology. It's nice and simple. And thank you guys again on Patreon. If you guys want these episodes early, like this is gonna come out probably a fucking three weeks before it goes live. Oh shit! You guys can watch all that stuff on there. Um, but yeah, like whenever I have extra money, I put it into cool shit like this. If I had like. If you had an extra hundred grand right now, what would you do with it other than investing? If it was just like fun money, like okay, so I I had to dude a hundred thousand dollars. I would. I don't even know. I would buy. Well, first off, I would probably buy an expensive car. How? Okay. Well, but then I would also it, buy like an expensive horse and brand new tech. An expensive car could. I mean, expensive car is like a hundred thousand. So, so, oh shit! I'm not even talking. I'm talking like. I would probably talk about like, like a like a new Mustang or something. Yeah, like okay. I would probably buy like like a used Shelby Mustang or something, or okay. like even like the old like the 2013 Boss 302. I love that car. Okay, so cars, horses. Yeah, I would. Horse. I would definitely buy. You know what? No, I retract that because that would be the first night I would go somewhere stupid, spend way too much money, like. I'm you go going to a casino, say, get no, strippers. So I don't even gamble. Cocaine. I have a lot of vices and I'm the the lot or strippers and cocaine. Yeah, strippers there. and cocaine. Yeah, I sure. have a lot of vices, but gambling is not one of them. Yeah, thank God I don't have that either. Um, no, I would probably do a stupid night, and then after that, I would be like, "All right, that was dumb," and then it would be like, "What are some lifelong goals that I have that I don't? I wouldn't have the opportunity." So like for me, it would be like taking my dad on like a bighorn sheep hunt. 
Like, okay. that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. But, I mean, they're expensive as shit, but to go to, like, northern Alaska and go on a, you know, give him that opportunity. Well, I mean, he's already got a Dow sheet, but. Yeah. Um, guided hunts like that get real, especially well, up there. It's, like it's the not bush. even the guided hunt portion. It's just being able to purchase the tag because there's so few available. True. I, I always think of hunting in places like that. Like, you, you get a guide who has tags, basically, to sell. Yeah, and, and so that that's where it gets expensive because you can do the lottery and. And yeah, well, I, I mean, ironically, my experience with podcasts is like Steve Rinella. Like, I love his podcast. I love his shit. Is he a hunter? Yeah, he's a big hunter, big like conservation activist and, okay. and all that. Um, but yeah, so like, um, definitely a, a a hunt with with my dad. Uh, and, and if I could afford it, to bring my brother along and even like my uncle. Um, yeah, fucking bring them all with. Yeah, man. Like, just have a party. Th- uh, that's a cool answer because like, a lot of people. I mean, your mind all like typically jumps to material things like cars yeah. and whatever. But doing like having something like that, which you typically would never spend money on because it's so fucking expensive, but then you have that experience after. That's fucking way cooler. Yeah, and so that, I think that's like that's where I'm at in my life. Is is I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love my first car. Mm-hmm. Uh, like still sitting in the garage back home, but dude, that it, car is fucking awesome. Was it a 2004? It's a 2000 Mustang. 2000. GT. Thing's um, dope. And, and I love it, but I think the reason why I love it is because it, it was my first car. Like, I mean, even that body style of Mustang now is is kind of ugly, but I I still like that body style. It's kind it's like maybe it's nostalgic for me. Like, yeah, I, I love I, that's the I, the, but, he, the head like the the lines from the headline the headlights. It's very like flat, and, and then and then the rear too. The fucking the, it, ass end of those looks so fucking good. Yeah, but. um, but. It's the shift, like, what makes that car so special to me is everything, like, driving up to Billman's cabin, like, driving to college with it, like, all the experiences that, you know, doing... Doing dumb shit in that yeah, car. Yeah, like, racing my time back, you know, from your place to my place. <laughs> yeah. Every time I would time it. <laughs> and just doing dumb shit like that, and it is what makes it memorable. So, like, I think if I just was given $100,000 and, like, if I bought a car, it wouldn't have that... Si- it would have that tangible value, but it wouldn't have that like intrinsic it's, rewarding. It's not experience. fulfilling. At yeah, all. it's like it's just another car. And so, and so, like to your point, you're essentially buying that memory with with the yeah. experience of like that hunt or something. I, I guess, and uh, shit, especially at this point in my life, like that would be a hell of a lot more rewarding than than any vehicle. Yeah, I I don't know what I would do. Like it, so say money is no object. Like you could go on a hunt to fucking Africa or whatever. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would definitely like to do like what you said, like include family members and friends and stuff to like have an experience like that. But my family's all over the place. So like some of them like to hunt. So I could take like my, the side side of my family on a hunting trip and that would be fucking awesome. And then like my mom's side, I don't know. She likes to like go to the beach and stuff. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I would do, but <sighs> that, that's hard to I think don't... about. But again, man, like, well, one, no one's going to walk up to me and give me $100,000. Like, I'm not even that good looking. So, like, they yeah. might. They might. <laughs> <They're> like, uh, <laughs> I ain't holding my breath. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But the other thing is, is, like, man, like, what a first world problem to think about. Yeah. Like, hey, man. I'm, I'm sure people who don't have, I mean, it's not like we're fucking rich. It's like no, but, something that you think about just because it's But we're also not wondering, like, where our next meal is coming from. True. You know, like, we're... 
we're, we're looking out at the clouds right now and we're just like hey man like damn if it starts hailing where am i gonna go like no we're already under a roof yeah, man so the office up in this penthouse up here yeah like <laughs> you know like just just simple things like that it's, it's kind of uh again in like a, a little bit of a newfound lifestyle like just astonishing that we don't have to worry about shit like that and it's kind of nice to be thankful for it yeah it's super like I feel like the like the way I don't showcase my life in any particular way online. Like you know how I am. Like I just do things. That is one thing I can say is like you you are probably you and Jack Stabil, I think are the two people that have changed the least since high school. That's and it, awesome. And it to be in a in a good way, you know? Yeah. I, I've definitely changed a lot since high school, but like Your core values haven't though. Yeah. I'm fucking so glad you said that because like a lot of people who don't know me, like I was talking about this with another creator friend of mine. Like if if you look at what I've been doing over the past five years, it looks pretty flashy, like cars and guns and motorcycles and traveling and whatever the fuck I'm doing. A lot of that stuff, though, is just opportunity that came because I put in so much work making videos. Yeah. So like the, the new side by side that I have, like yeah. that's an opportunity that presented itself. And if you think I'm a sellout for like having that and making videos on it, like, oh, bro, you've changed. Like, you're not like the average person anymore. I still fucking am. And if you were presented with that opportunity, you would do the same thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think, well, I think, well, I mean, to be honest, I'm fucking jealous that you have a side by side like that. That's fucking bitching. <clears throat> a lot of people take that jealousy and then they're just like, fuck you, you've changed. You're not the same, like, average person anymore. I don't know, man, because, like, Colorado, there's so many trucks in Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I mean, a lot of them are just because people have, you know, TDS, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that took me a split second. <laughs> That's tiny dick syndrome for all of you out there who didn't pick up on that. <laughs> but, no, I mean, just on my drive up, I had to see – at least a half dozen side by sides in some trailer. And you know, like they're going to go up to the pass and then go out 70 West and yep. go into the mountains. And, and, but how many people have campers and trailers and side by sides and, and bikes and all kinds of random shit. Like it's more and more becoming like the average person. I mean, it's probably cause they're in debt up to their eyeballs, but yeah, unfortunately I see, I see them everywhere. That that's a, I mean, that's a big change. I think that happened like through the past year with COVID is that, Everyone realizes that, oh, I don't have to work in the office anymore. I can work from home. And then they realize how much time they're spending there. And they're like, fuck, like, I should be getting out there and doing more shit. I want to, like, van life. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, I see a lot I, of those, too. Now. Yeah, a lot of camper vans. A lot of people have been hitting me up, like, through COVID. They're like, yo, I see you traveling a lot. I want to get, like a, like, a travel trailer or people building overland rigs and side-by-sides and, like, fun shit because I feel like, covid put a lot of people's lives into perspective for them like kind of that it's too short it's like what the fuck am i doing right now i think it's a lot of it was just boredom and, and realizing that you know they go to the office for 40 hours a week but when they work from home which they can still accomplish everything at home mm -hmm. it's it's a fraction of the time because there's not the the monotony of being in a in a fucking office yeah or i feel something. like i don't get, know it sounds like fucking efficiency, tin, tin foil hat wearing, but I feel like you get kind of like brainwashed after a while. I mean, I did it for five years. Daily routine, wake up, drive to the office, leave at five, drive home, fucking eat dinner, go to sleep. Yeah. And like you, your life is moving so fast because of that, that you don't like realize what the fuck else is going on. And, and like, I'm a proponent for routine as long as it's a good habit, you know, like working out and, and shit like that. But yeah. going to like, 
to be honest, there's been jobs in my life where I've probably only needed to be there half the amount of time. If I can be efficient with my own time and just work on my own schedule, I don't need 40 hours a week to accomplish 40 hours worth of work. You know? Yeah, I, I never did either. When I was working a desk job, like it, it's just not needed. You get all the bullshit meetings that just take up time. And I think, uh, yeah, a lot of people realize working from home that it's like, wow, I can just crush my work and then fucking yeah, and watch TV the, the rest yeah. of the day or whatever it may be. I think that's what that and then just how much shit can be done uh, not in person. I think yeah. COVID kind of, you know, exemplified that. But I wonder. I'm a desk jockey, so what do I know? Now that we're coming towards like the end of all the bullshit, I wonder how many companies are like gonna go back or. I don't think so, man. Like, think about how much money they can save by not renting out or yeah, not massive leasing. spaces and shit. Yeah, like huge floors for office space, let alone like the power and the electric and all that shit. Yeah, because <clears throat> like. Everyone has Wi-Fi at home now, and if they don't, like, there's government programs out there to get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I worked from home a lot being in IT, especially when I would, like, bounce in between projects. I would get put on, like, a small project for a while, and I w know what working from home is very well. I fucking hate it because I'd go crazy. I'm like, oh, there's a million other things that I could be doing right now, and I'm sitting here like this is shitty. Um, but I could have done... I'm going to say like pretty much a hundred percent of my work that I did do in my IT career from a remote location easily. Yeah. And there's just so many like technologically based or technology based jobs available now. Yeah. Pretty much I everything is the, going that direction. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to a services based in, or we've been in the services based industry versus like manufacturing or anything like that. So yeah. I mean, even I manufacturing, know. that shit's getting roboticized and, I don't know. That's nerd stuff for the Scientologists and whatnot. <laughs> like Amazon factories, dude. They, they just got like the robots that fucking drive around and shit. Dude, so like, okay, I found this out. All those warehouses that moved in like along 78 and shit. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they only employ like, I don't know, a dozen people at a time. Really? Because there's a lot of cars there whenever I've driven by. Really? I yeah. heard like there's only like like a dozen or so people at a time just because like that's how efficient this shit is. Yeah, I mean. I don't know, man. Like I, I haven't been home in again a while but I, yeah i haven't either I, I, amazon I, i've seen some videos of like insider people that work at amazon if you work at amazon out there let us know how it is because i hear it's fucking terrible oh really <laughs> yeah because like you said they're, they're like so efficient with everything i actually just saw a video today um this dude was talking about working at amazon and there's uh an acronym for something it's like t tst or something like that but it basically stood for they're tracking the time you're away from your station and it's all done by a computer so if you haven't like fulfilled an order in five minutes it's grounds for being fired so they're like dude they're on the you like fuck? crazy and it, it looks i mean don't get me wrong i fucking love amazon and it's super impressive but i hear from like a worker's perspective it's kind of shit and i don't know what they get paid but i think they get paid pretty well though dude I, like, i'm pretty sure their management does because i've had some buddies yeah. that have left the army to go there have you ever seen like one of their fleets like around this area? I think there there must be some kind of Amazon like fleet service. I don't know if there's a warehouse or what it is, but um, sometimes in the morning, I don't even remember where the fuck it was, but there's just like a fucking army of yeah, Amazon the, vans. The Colorado Springs Airport is it's the same way, man. Like it, it's maybe, like maybe that's where I saw it, and it's just like they pour out it's Amazon a flood vans. of trucks and vans and shit. Yeah, it's wild. And again, like the the logistics capability that they provide is incredible. 
I, I don't understand how the delivery works because there's a new Amazon just forward stockpiles, man. Like Yeah, but there there's a new Amazon driver that delivers to my office every day. Like it's never oh. the same person. So how yeah, are you putting different people on routes? I don't know. I don't know if it's like because I'm pretty sure like UPS, like you buy the rights to routes and then you get paid based off like deliveries. I think. Yeah, you like bid on them. Yeah, or something know. like that. And then so I don't know if it's if it's like that or if it's just I mean, shit. It could be like Uber where it's just like hey, yeah these these deliveries pay this much. I I, I don't know. I've only had no it. Idea. I've had to get fucked up one time because uh, they came to deliver something and the door must have been locked. And instead of, I mean, if the door is locked, like there's other ways to get in and there's like an office here. Um, but they, I was waiting for actually some of this shit to be delivered and Amazon texted me. They're like, Oh, delivery could not be made. So we're canceling your order. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> So, so they couldn't get it in, and I, I got the stuff the next day anyway. But, dude, huh. Amazon's fucking impressive. They, they are. Like, the, the feat they accomplished. I remember, remember, well, shit. I remember as a kid, like, I didn't have internet until high school. So, I, I think we might, we had, well, we had dial up. Yeah. I had AOL, like the 56K. Okay. Yeah. Like, ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> but I mean, op, well, shit. one, online shopping wasn't a thing. And then, yeah. like, probably our, like, sophomore junior senior year something in there like you could start to order online and it was you know if you got your package in eight days that was like express super hurried delivery it's like oh my god i just clicked on stuff and this showed up at my door yeah now like within 48 hours people are getting pissed off like oh where's my shit what do you think the first thing you ordered online was probably something i shouldn't have <laughs> yeah that makes sense i i don't know probably like a flannel or or t-shirts or something i think the first thing was i i, I didn't order it because i was too young but i remember ebay was i mean ebay's still big oh yeah that's right but i never used ebay though i think i never did but people in my family had and i think my aunt bought me a lava lamp on ebay bitching bitching i don't know where that is it probably exploded but yeah i remember Jero using um like ebay for old paintball shit yeah he did probably. that a lot and I, so that was that was my freshman year of high school, or our freshman year of high school. So okay, we had it back then. How fucking cool is it? I mean, we're, we're we can sit here and talk forever, but um, we don't need to wrap up. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> How cool That's what is you it? Here on a podcast, I have no fucking clue what I'm saying here. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say this could be our final thought, but it doesn't matter because we have nothing to do right now. Um, how fucking cool is it though that we were born in the time that we were because we got to experience life before the internet and now kids today are being born into it. So it's just like, I feel like there's going to be a really big shift in like, I guess we're considered millennials and then there's like, I, I have no idea. Is. I feel like there's like 40 generations in, in the last like 20 years. But <laughs> right. so I like, I, um, when I did, uh, help out at the barn, uh, there's a kid taking lessons there and, and he was saying, He's in third grade and they're already learning coding. What? Yeah. Like computer class in third yeah. grade. Yeah, and they're they're coding like websites and whatnot. What? I was like, dude, I remember fucking typing class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, dude. You had to like you got the orange the thing. The orange keyboard yeah, you, covers. You couldn't look at the key. <laughs> I'm like, ah shit, I don't know where my fingers are at. Damn, I, I would cheat on that so much. Yeah. So hell fucking yeah. Lift it up. <laughs> So any anyone who's young listening to this, they have no fucking idea what we're talking about. Or old. I mean, that because yeah, older so, people didn't learn how to type like that either. It's definitely, like, I also think it's, um, we're, we might be a little jaded because of where we grew up, being a little bit, 
I think because when I went to Ursinus, there was a lot of kids from the rich areas outside of Philly that, you know, they they had the the, the newest things, the better entire education. Life. Yeah. yeah. So th- that might be part of it. Not to say that Hamburg was shit. Yeah, but. it's not like we grew up fucking dirt poor, like eating fucking ramen every night. Although I did do that sometimes. Dude, that was college, ramen. man. Well, college, <laughs> yeah, I used to love that shit. Baller on a budget. But yeah, definitely, I, I guess a little jaded because I, I might be wrong. I don't know, but I don't know. I'm I'm glad though that we grew up where like we're still on the back end of like good music, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, f- oh my god, and that's so. That's, I think, why I start started listening to Red Dirt Country when I was in Texas was because like, Blink One Eighty Two wasn't around anymore. You know, the Chili Peppers. Although I did see the Chili Peppers, and awesome. That was fucking yeah. That you, was awesome. You saw them a bunch, didn't you? No, I've only I've only seen them once, and that was at the Austin City Limits with my buddy Kevin from college. Okay. Um, but like, you know, all their al- albums were out already. Mm-hmm. You know, Blink One Eighty Two. Well, I think I guess they just released an album like a year or two ago, but the '90s faded away, and I like harder rock too. But I I couldn't get into the, a lot of like the death metal stuff. I know you're into I, the harder. Yeah, I got into that just because I was playing guitar a lot yeah. and then playing in band like metal bands and stuff like that. But yeah, like I, I'm even talking about like coming off of like the even '70s and '80s, like those bands and shit. Oh, shit. We're still touring and stuff at that time. True. I mean, Petty. I've Petty. seen. I saw Tom Petty five times. Yeah. Oh, five times before he passed. Man, that's fucking yeah. awesome. I I don't never saw Petty. I saw like Motley Crue yeah. a few times. I remember your stories about Motley Crue. Oh, uh, just like the chicks with their titties out everywhere. Yeah, man. Like, I, dude, I that, insane th- shows. That was my f- yeah. That was the Carnival of Sins tour. That was like one of the first big concerts that i went to i think especially rock i was like yeah. 13 or something i went with my uncle um but yeah dude just titties everywhere tommy lee put his fucking dick on like the jumbotron <laughs> at, the, at the arena <laughs> it's like what the fuck and not a single fuck was given on that day not a single fuck but yeah like all that stuff like those guys were still touring now like dude think about like acdc angus yeah. young is like a fucking skeleton well, and he's Malcolm out there young is dead his yeah. cousin the uh the were they brothers think- or cousins. I think they were cousins. Okay. Maybe they were brothers. I might be wrong. But he he was like the rhythm guitarist. He's dead now. Yeah. And that's the thing. They they stopped touring. Like Metallica, I think, might have toured recently. Like all these like classic rock bands, which I find to be some of the best music. Like, oh, hell yeah, man. Like today is just there's some good artists today. Depends on what you're into, but Yeah. I feel I, I hope there's like a musical turn I, so where we get out of the pop yeah. shit and Well I watched the the St. Patty's Day special from Dropkick Murphys. They had a you know free mm-hmm. online concert, and I'm like, dude, like, they're looking old. And they were they were probably the first concert I went to. Like you know, with yeah, I went with Bill and my old. Uh, our freshman year of college. I saw them down in Philly at the Electric Factory, which okay. isn't even the Electric Factory anymore. It's not. No, I guess it got bought out. My it, brother said. Is it the? Uh, I don't the know. Fillmore. What, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. But yeah, like that was a great show. Um, Damn. But even think of that like. Even the hip hop was better back in the late nineties, early two like, thousands. Lyrically wise, for sure, yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah now like, it's just you got Nelly and Fifty Cent, Eminem's albums, like yeah, yeah. It's I still listen to that music. Like I yeah. very rarely listen to new music unless it's like new. I I started listening to metal more again, so like more new metal okay. that's been coming out, and it's good, but it's not the same as the old shit. I still yeah, some of the old stuff. 
and I, I, I try to expand. Like, like Volbeat is one of my new favorite bands. And I, Volbeat. Um, they're like, I, I'm gonna fuck this up. I don't. I think they're either Danish or from Norway or like one of the Nordic countries. Like folk. No, it. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard rock. So okay. They're like, do you know Clutch? Yeah, we listened yeah. to Clutch on like repeat when I was down yeah, here house last sorry. time. <laughs> I was pretty drunk. Uh, <laughs> it was like Flog and Molly and Clutch. Yeah, uh, so they're they're kind of like that, and th- uh, they're really good. And I I saw them. I went again, and I think it was outside of Philly, a concert with my brother. We saw, um, oh fuck, who the hell was it? It was Volbeat, Dropkick Murphys, and Rob Zombie. Oh, Ro- sick. and Rob Zombie. Yeah, like that was a that great. Was probably good. That was a great show. It was like the mmr our barbecue or some shit i don't know i'm trying to think of other bands that i, I saw aerosmith like i don't know a couple of years ago now they were they were good yeah. my god steven tyler he's another one of those like rockers that's just not gonna die yeah and like I, i'm assuming he's still sober now but like people like that they like fall off and on the yeah off and on the band the and that's that like that's always been my a question i had is like i wonder if all those rockers just drank so much that they're like actually in like embalmed like a like a dead <laughs> yeah. person and so they can't actually die they they're all just, look pretty bad they're like but yeah, yeah they're just like they're just like pickled like they, yeah, <laughs> they'll, pickled. they'll never go bad <laughs> i, I saw, speaking of motley crew i saw a video of them earlier today too and vince neal actually first time i saw motley crew carnival of sins tour i was like 13 or 15 or whatever it may have been and then i saw them at crew fest which was like okay um godsmack Motley Crue was the headliner. I forget who the fuck else played there, but they were like drugged out, fucked up on alcohol, and that's that's how he is now. Yeah. Just like you can tell, he just looks bad. He can't even sing the own lyrics to his own song. Really? It's fucking that's, sad. Yeah, man. that sucks. And I mean, I, I guess that's a common theme. Like that's what Motley Crue's known for. So yeah did did you watch the I, the I want to call it like a mockumentary? It's the not dirt. Really, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I watched about two thirds of it, and then there was one scene where afterwards I couldn't, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't go on. <laughs> so I don't know if we should talk. I, I think we should just leave it at that. But. Yeah, we we know someone who's in the movie. Fucking love her. She's awesome. Um, but yeah, I only it, knew her through Nick. Oh, okay. Well, I I was like friends with her, but yeah, um, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I guess let's let's fucking end the podcast because we can do some other shit. But uh, is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> plug your Instagram or whatever. No, nah, dude. I so I'm getting away from social media. I'm trying more and more to get away from it just to Good. get off the grid, man. Like I'll still support YouTube channels and, and everything like that. But fuck uh, YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so like I, again, like I, I got into podcasts and and whatnot. Uh, so I'll, I'll support that. But yeah, like. There's so much fucking drama, and it, I mean, it, yeah, it went back to, I mean, po- again, politics, the last election, yep. and I just saw so many things on both sides that were just so like so inappropriate. I washed my hands of it all and just yeah. did away with it, you know. I have it because I like need to, but I don't. Yeah, I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't indulge in it any more than I like need to, or that I that feels necessary. Don't get me wrong, I'm on fuck, I'm on my phone like all the time because I'm constantly <laughs> yeah. doing shit on there, but. Yeah, well, that's cool. Um, if you guys enjoyed the podcast, let me know. Brett, We you can be on fucking anytime, dude. Anytime you want to come and hang out, we can do this again. I can shoot the shit whenever. We got more dumb stories, I'm sure, that we could tell. Um, if you guys like the podcast, first of all, shout out to um, everyone who is new here. We got like, shit, 1,500 new subscribers since yesterday because I talked about how YouTube's fucking me. So 
we're at soon at the point where we can monetize the podcast and then when that happens things are just going to get better and better i got a travel case today shout out to seahorse cases so i can take this whole podcast i can come visit you in the springs and we can fucking do it sitting on top of a rock dude <laughs> the garden uh, of the gods yeah. not only no but fuck no <laughs> but fuck no <laughs> um so yeah if you guys like this if you guys enjoy me and brett talking let us know in the comments down below and brett can come on fucking anytime uh you can get the podcast on youtube subscribe if you're watching the video really appreciate that comments and likes are all appreciated apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, soundcloud and spotify leave us some ratings i don't know how to do this podcast thing i'm just making it up and hopefully it sounds good dude just fucking ride the lightning man. Killing it. <laughs> right, dude. thanks for coming on yeah anytime man uh that's thanks all thank you guys for listening and watching and talk to you.